0: Hi friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of Good Morning Family, a podcast of my weekly sermons. Who knows, maybe I'll throw in a special sermon for you every now and then. I hope this podcast is good news for you. If you find these words helpful, please rate and review my podcast on iTunes or on whatever host you found it. Thanks for your help and for being part of the family. And now, here's this week's sermon. Listen and enjoy. Good morning, family. Thanks for joining me today. And happy Mother's Day. Today is also the sixth Sunday of Easter, and next Sunday is Ascension Sunday, when we remember that Jesus returned to the Father and sits enthroned over all creation. But today, on a completely different note, I wonder if you're familiar with the work of the famed documentarian Ken Burns. Here's a fun fact. Ken Burns used to live here in Newark, Delaware. Over the years, Ken Burns has made documentaries about all sorts of things from baseball to jazz, from our national parks to the Roosevelt family, from country music to the Vietnam War. Well, several years ago, Ken Burns created his landmark series on the Civil War. And in one of the episodes, he included the text of a letter written in july of 1861 by a union soldier from smithfield rhode island whose name was sullivan baloo mr baloo it seems had a premonition of his own death before one of the key battles of the civil war he wrote these words to sarah his wife the indications are very strong that we shall move in a few days perhaps tomorrow Lest I should not be able to write you again, I feel impelled to write a few lines that may fall under your eyes when I shall be no more. Sarah, my love for you is deathless. If I do not return, my dear Sarah, never forget how much I love you. And when my last breath escapes me on the battlefield, it will whisper your name. There's something about a person's dying words that give them gravity. The words we heard last week and the words we will read and hear today are some of Jesus' final words. He was with his disciples, eating dinner in an upper room shortly before his arrest and crucifixion. And he spoke to them, and he speaks to us about the importance of our relationship with him. Let's pick up where we left off last week. John 15, verses 9-17. through Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus said, As the Father loved me, I too have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I kept my Father's commandments and remain in His love. I have said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. This is my commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than to give up one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I don't call you servants any longer because servants don't know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you friends because everything I heard from my father, I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you could go and produce fruit and so that your fruit could last. As a result, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. I give you these commandments so that you can love each other. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you were keeping count, and I don't know why you would, you might have noticed that the word command or commandment appears five times in the passage we just read. The word commandment used here in the Greek means a precept or an injunction. But it's more than an instruction. It is an order. It's an edict. It's a rule. In other words, Jesus is saying, this is how you are to live. This is what you must do. Now, in Hebrew, this word would be mitzvah. And one Jewish translation of this verse actually translates the word command using that word, mitzvah you may be asking yourself what's a mitzvah well for those of us who are not jewish the simple meaning of the word mitzvah is command and while it might appear that we've just gone in a circle it's important to note that in scripture the word mitzvah generally refers to a special type of command in scripture a mitzvah is a divine instruction in the bible mitzvahs are god's commandments for god's people so mitzvahs are not just directives. They are things that God wants his people to do, or in some cases, to not do. Now, in more common usage, the word mitzvah often means any kind of good deed. A Jewish mother might say to her child, Do a mitzvah and help Mrs. Rauchbaum shovel her driveway. So any charitable act is considered a mitzvah. But Jesus here is telling us what we must do. He's not suggesting a behavior. He is commanding us to live a certain way. And what way of living does he command? Well, eight times in this passage, Jesus uses the word love. He's commanding us to love. Jesus demands that his people be people who actively love. In fact, in verse 12, he says that we should love each other the way that he loved or loves us. And that's a mighty tall order, isn't it? Are you a loving person? Let's push pause for a moment so that I can ask why. Why should we love others? Certainly we should do it because Jesus said so, but is there more? Well, we've been looking at our relationship with Jesus, right? And how Jesus wants a relationship with us and invites us into relationship with himself and by extension with God the Father. So today's passage comes to us on the heels of the shepherd and sheep and vine and branches stories we've looked at the past two weeks. Now Jesus concludes that train of thought with this command, this mitzvah, to love, to be loving. Now let's revisit this word mitzvah. The word mitzvah is related to the Aramaic word, Zavta. They share the same root word. And remember, Jesus spoke Aramaic, so that's probably the word he used when he talked to his disciples. Zavta. Zavta means to attach or to join. And Zavta means companionship or attachment. So here's why this is important. A mitzvah or Zavta bundles up the person who is commanded with the one who issues the command and creates a relationship, a a bond, an attachment. When we follow Jesus' command to love, when we act on his order, we enter into a relationship with him. We become united with him. We become bound to him in body, soul, and mind. So we love. And in doing so, we enter into relationship with Jesus and by extension, we bind ourselves to God. When we obey Jesus, we become attached to him, and he becomes attached, bonded to us. So here's Jesus' divine command. Love each other just as I have loved you. What does that mean? Well, two weeks ago, I spoke about C.S. Lewis in his book, The Four Loves, where he discusses storge, or empathy, philia, or friendship, eros, or romantic love, and agape, or agapeo, the love of God. Now, do you want to take a guess as to which one of those four types of love Jesus includes in his mitzvah today? Yep, you guessed it. It's agape, or agapeo. It's the self-emptying, self-giving, unstoppable, unconditional love that does not depend on reciprocation. It does not measure worthiness. Agape love gives and gives for the good of the other. And it's the kind of love that Jesus demonstrated for us. And that's the kind of love he tells us to practice. Now that's a huge expectation, isn't it? So here's the 64 million dollar question. How can we love others the way that Jesus loves? Can we do it on our own? Not according to Jesus. Which is why Jesus said, remain in me like a branch connected to a vine. Remain in me and I will remain in you. If you keep my commandments or mitzvahs, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments or mitzvahs and remain in his love. Now the only way Jesus could love and live the way that he did was by staying connected to his heavenly father. So it only stands to reason that the only way that we can keep Jesus' mitzvah, the only way that we can keep his divine command, is by remaining in him, by staying connected to him. And the more we love, the deeper our connection with Jesus grows. The more we give, the stronger the bond becomes. Remember Sullivan Ballou, the Civil War soldier I mentioned a few minutes ago? Sadly, he was killed at the first battle of Bull Run, a mere seven days after he wrote, When my last breath escapes, it will whisper your name, Sarah. Likewise, Jesus was killed one day after he spoke his words about love and relationship to his disciples. His last breath on the cross, and first breath in the resurrection, whispering your name, your forgiveness as the father has loved me so i have loved you it is your name he whispers even before you are formed in your mother's womb and it is your name he speaks as you are formed in the waters of baptism and formed by the gathering around his table and by meditating on the word and by participating in christian fellowship it is your name no matter how far you may wander away and if you pause to listen You will always hear him say, listen to me, child, I love you. And now your only job is to share that love with others. And in doing so, we bind ourselves to Jesus. The first word and the last word is love. Amen? Let's pray. Teach us, good and gentle and loving God, what it is to love and what it means to serve, to be your hands, your feet, and voices in this world. Teach us, servant king, what it is to give, not counting the cost, and to see the signs of selfless love unfurled and displayed all around us. Teach us, we pray, to follow your example. Fill us with your spirit so that we can live and love like Jesus. Father, as the pandemic continues, we pray for those afflicted and affected by COVID-19. We need your healing and your protection. Our tanks are low. We are exhausted. We need your strength. We need your rest and your peace. Please give us the life we need to not only navigate these difficult days, but to flourish because we are connected to the vine. Now, using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever amen well thanks for joining me again today now your job this week is to love at least three people and make sure at least one of them doesn't deserve it because everyone needs love and everyone needs to know that god loves them no matter what please don't let these days rob you of your joy with jesus we always 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 have hope. Now receive these words of benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and grant you his peace. Amen. Amen.